0: sequence five four three two one zero liftoff we have a liftoff 32 minutes past the hour liftoff on apollo 11. hey joe hey what's up tony nothing much how's it going
1: it's going great how about yourself actually it's not going no things are great (laughs) but what's up with me is i think i've watched 87 episodes of clone wars
0: in the last two months yeah, he passed me in like a weekend. Yeah. It's so <laughs> pretty good.
1: insane. Um yeah, that's what's up with me. And I'm at the end of season 6 and it's super good.
0: And we started the co- Star Wars comics.
1: And we started the Star started the Star Wars comics as uh, a group at work. Yeah. So that's been pretty fun. Looking up. All right, so today we are going to talk about climate change and this is something that we've been teasing for a while but I really wanted to make sure the research was right and there was a ton of research done then I realized that this is going to have to be two parts. So enjoy. This is part one. We're going to get through as much as we can. And yeah. All right. Let's cool. Uh, there are no current events today because it's too much information. I didn't want to keep you for an hour and a half. So yeah, cool. Let's talk about climate change first. Um, what is climate change and why should you care? So I just want to preface this, this episode by saying that the reason why I'm doing this is because in this like political atmosphere that we have, People are treating climate change as a political issue. People that are, you know, supporting Donald Trump just because he pulled out of the Paris Agreement. A lot of people think that it's a Republican viewpoint that climate change is not real, whereas Democrats are taking a more scientific approach. Um, but I don't think that's the case. So it motivated me as I was talking to my wife about it. We realized that we, we really couldn't back up our stance on why we thought climate change was legit with actual facts. So that's what prompted this episode. So I'm going in unbiased. Joe and I are taking away our personal prejudices. Yep. Um, and we're going to figure out if climate change is actually real during the episode. Yeah. Actually, no, that's a lie. We already did the research. <laughs> yeah. You guys but can we'll decide for yourself. we'll pretend like we're discovering it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is new.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to start pretty remedial and then we'll get into the thick.
0: You other. say remedial, but this is actually a pretty common misunderstanding, the weather and climate yeah. differences. Yeah, totally. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. So there is a big difference between weather and climate. A lot of people say the same thing. They'll say, "There's climate change isn't real. It's cold outside. It's raining right now. But weather... It's snowing. It's snowing. How could it be real? The earth can't be warming. <laughs> weather, which is what that is, describes the conditions outside right now in a specific place. For example, if you see that it's raining outside, which it is right now for us, that's the way to describe today's weather Rain, snow, wind, hurricanes, tornadoes, all those things are weather events.
1: Okay, so climate, on the other hand, is more than just one or two rainy days. Climate describes the weather conditions that are expected in a region at a particular time of year. So is it usually raining or usually dry? Is it typically hot or typically cold? A region's climate is determined by observing its weather over a period of many years, generally 30 years or more. Yeah.
0: So, for example, one or two weeks of rainy weather wouldn't change the fact that Phoenix typically has a dry desert climate. A
1: dry, beautiful, hot desert climate. <sighs> I do not say
0: beautiful. I, I just wish I lived there for four years. Dry, dry heat. Did not like it someday. But I met my girlfriend there. So, So that's good. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> even, though it's, even though it's raining right now, we still expect Phoenix to be dry because that's what is usually the case.
1: Right. Okay. So, we have weather and we have climate. And climate change is described as a change in the average conditions so temperature and rainfall over this vast period of time so for example twenty thousand years ago much of the united states was covered in glaciers in the united states today we have a warmer climate and fewer glaciers but that's over long long spans of time so like we said global climate change the first one was just climate change but global climate change refers to the average long-term changes of the entire earth which is kind of what we want to focus on during this episode these include Warming temperatures and changes in precipitation, as well as effects on Earth's warming, such as sea levels, shrinking mountain glaciers, melting ice in like the Arctic, and changing uh, changes in like flower and plant blooming times, stuff like that, all the way down to to those things.
0: Question for you. Yeah. How does this relate to space?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Maybe this is the messier portion. (laughs) Um, Well, were you trying to do a like a transition. I did. <laughs> it's totally oh, organic. Joe. So tell me. Uh, this does have to do with space. <laughs> Good one, Joe. Thank you. Uh, okay. So let's, let's do that. Good. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to make every transition that awkward. I'm going to try and...
0: <laughs> I think if you make it like over the top, then it's less awkward. All right. That's, that's my... So this does have to do with space. Yeah. And it has to do with our sister planet,
1: Venus. So before we get into whether we think that this thing is a real phenomenon or not, let's take a look at what we know is happening and why, why we should care. So the simple answer to that is Venus. And Venus is the planet uh, next, closest to the sun, next to ours. It's kind of similar to ours in terms of it kind of formed the way ours was, similar size, everything like that. Um, but like we said, it's closer to the sun, and it has what we call a runaway greenhouse effect.
0: This occurs when a planet will runaway greenhouse effect occurs when a planet absorbs more energy from the sun than it can radiate back to space under these circumstances the hotter the surface temperature gets the faster it warms up
1: yeah so just to be clear venus is closer to the sun so it does get a little more heat but later in the episode we're going to talk about why that doesn't really matter um well it does on that level of a scale but this happens to venus specifically because it's made up of 97% carbon dioxide And it's closer to the sun. Yeah, those two factors. The Earth's atmosphere is made up of 0.4% carbon dioxide. So we really, we're not close to becoming Venus. That's not what I'm saying here. But we're close to like starting the process of becoming Venus. So today, the natural occurring heating of the planet over time with no human addition or interference has raised temperatures on the surface of Venus to 872 degrees Fahrenheit. Which is hot enough to melt lead. That's insane. Just crazy. So it it could be in Earth's future if we don't make a change, and and here's why.
0: Yeah, yeah. Earth is is pretty special. Its conditions are perfect to harbor life. You've heard that that saying that if we were just this much closer, this much further, um, that wouldn't Goldy be possible. Goldilocks zone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the reason humans thrived and evolved is because conditions were naturally right for us to do so.
1: So now humans are pumping carbon into the atmosphere, and it's raising our planet's climate over time and this is done with what we call greenhouse gases. You may have heard this before. To be totally transparent, I did not know all about greenhouse gases before doing this research. I had only heard that there are gases that trap heat. So we're going to dive into like why that happens kind of on a molecular level. So basically what happens is during the day, the sun shines through the atmosphere. Earth's surface warms up in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. This is not conspiracy is not theory this actually happens it's hotter during the day and then at night earth's surface cools but when something cools it doesn't just get colder it releases the heat right back into the air and some of the heat is trapped by the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere Uh, the more carbon dioxide there is the more heat gets trapped hence why venus is so hot at 97 97 right it's
0: holding it all in yeah so we actually have a Graph. Yeah, pretty
1: cool graph here. The... Um, I'm going to, it's from NASA Made It. And if you don't trust NASA or the government, I mean, you've probably realized by now this is not the podcast for you. So <laughs> we, kinda,
0: we tend to like NASA.
1: Yeah, NASA's pretty cool. But basically, we're looking at this graph right now. And if you look online, the blog will show this graph right up front. If I can add a picture in the show notes, I will, but I'm not sure if it'll let me. I can just add a link to it as well. But basically, for millennia, like just hundreds of thousands of years, we see these constant shifts in uh, basically the carbon dioxide in the air, and it's in parts per million, and it's just like like peaks and valleys over time. So every hundred thousand years, there's like a huge peak and a huge valley, and it never raises above three hundred parts per million. And we know this for a lot of different uh, reasons. So we know that Earth's climate has changed throughout history, and just in the last six hundred and fifty thousand years, I'll give you the exact numbers instead of just kind of. You know, moving my way through the graph, the 650,000 years, there have been seven cycles of glacial events, advance and retreat, which basically means like ice ages uh, with the abrupt end of the last one about 11,000 years ago. And that is what we think marked the beginning of the modern climate era and human civilization. Um, so most of these climate changes are attributed to super small variations in Earth's orbit that change the amount of solar energy our planet receives.
0: Earth-orbiting satellites and other technological advances have enabled scientists to see the big picture, collecting many different types of information about our planet and its climate on a global scale. This body of data we've got from that, collected over many years, reveals the signals of climate change.
1: Yeah, so the the heat-trapping nature of carbon dioxide and these other gases that we're going to talk about was demonstrated for the first time, really, in the mid-19th century. So these gases' ability to affect um, the transfer of infrared energy through the atmosphere, is the scientific basis of m- many of the instruments flown by NASA in orbit around the Earth. And so to them, there's no question that increased levels of greenhouse gases must cause the Earth to warm. Now, we're going to still get into a lot of what, what other agencies think, but based on the research that NASA has put into orbit, um, or the rather the instruments, that's what they're saying.
0: Yeah, this evidence is shown in, uh, in glaciers, tree rings, ice cores, ocean sediment, coral reefs, and layers of sedimentary rock. This ancient or paleoclimate evidence reveals that current warming is currently roughly 10 times faster than the average rate of ice age recovery warming.
1: Okay, so we know that the Earth's climate goes through these peaks and valleys. And that just reminds me of the Eminem song. What is it? Uh, it's really inappropriate. We're not going to go there. <laughs> okay, so it's on recovery. This is an academic Yes, this is an academic (laughs) podcast. Um, We know that it goes through these peaks and valleys. And obviously when the carbon gets less in the atmosphere, then it cools down. And then the carbon becomes more abundant in the atmosphere and it heats up. But what we're saying is that recently the heating is happening 10 times faster. Yeah. So the evidence for climate change is what we're going to get into next. And this is going to be more on the educational side on what these greenhouse gases are and, and how they work. So. A layer of greenhouse gases, primarily water vapor, and including smaller amounts of like carbon dioxide and methane and nitrous oxide and stuff like that, which we'll get into, like I said, they act as this thermal blanket for Earth. So they absorb heat and they warm the surface to bring us to like our, I think our average right now is 59 degrees Fahrenheit for Earth. And scientists attribute the global warming trend observed across this last century um, to this greenhouse effect, where basically... Um, the atmosphere traps the heat and so what happens is that certain gases in the atmosphere block the heat from escaping like we said earlier so long-lived gases that remain semi-permanently in the atmosphere and do not respond physically or chemically to changes in temperature these are described as forcing climate change and then gases such as water vapor which respond physically or chemically to changes in the temperature are seen as feedbacks so we'll get into more about forcing and feedbacks. But um, let's go into what the actual gases are that are considered greenhouse gases. Yeah,
0: let's start with water vapor. Um, The most abundant greenhouse gas, but most importantly, it acts as a feedback to the climate. Water vapor increases as the Earth's atmosphere warms, but so does the possibility of clouds and precipitation, making these some, some of the most important feedback mechanisms in the greenhouse effect.
1: Yeah, feedback meaning it's just kind of because we can see more of it in the in the sky, like with clouds and precipitation, like we said, it's kind of obvious that it's, it's growing. Right. Okay, so the next one is carbon dioxide, which is the main one, just like we said, in Venus. A minor but super important component of the atmosphere, it's released through natural processes like uh, respiration and volcano eruptions and through human activities such as deforestation, land use changes, burning fossil fuels primarily, and humans have increased atmospheric CO2 or carbon dioxide concentration by more than a third since the industrial revolution began. So this is probably the most important forcing climate change mechanism.
0: Uh, Next, let's move on to methane. It's a hydrocarbon gas produced both through natural sources and human activities, similar to carbon dioxide, including the decomposition of waste in landfills, agriculture, especially rice cultivation, and manure management associated with domestic livestock.
1: Wait, is that like when cows fart like that? I think it is. They produce like a ton of methane.
0: Yeah, I think that was the whole thing that was like a year ago. Yeah, with people ALC. were freaking yeah, out about not eating meat. meat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On a, on a molecular, f- or on a, mo- on a molecule for molecule basis, methane is a far more active greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide, but also one which is much less abundant in the atmosphere. So
1: if we had a ton of methane, it'd be a huge problem.
0: Yes. Okay. So, good thing we don't have too many farting cows because then we could be in trouble. <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. <laughs>
1: We have a friend in the room right now. Her name's Maria, and she's just trying not to laugh at Joe and everything yep. he says. It's really funny. It's really
0: helping me concentrate. <laughs> so
1: the next one, and there's only two more. The next one is nitrous oxide, which is a powerful greenhouse gas produced by soil cultivation practices. So especially the use of commercial and organic fertilizer, fossil fuel combustion, nitric acid production, and biomass burning. Have fun with this one, Joe. Yes.
0: All right. Chlorofluorocarbons fun. I think I nailed that. Yeah. Or CFCs, which is way easier to say. Yeah. They're synthetic ca- compounds entirely of industrial...
1: You're good. You know what? I'm going to leave this one in here. Just fumbled his words a couple and I've edited it out because I'm nice, but this one I'm going to leave in. Thank you for that. Just try it again.
0: Chlorofluorable... <laughs> carbons are synthetic <laughs> compounds entirely of industrial origin used in a number of applications, but now largely regulated in production and... Re- released to the atmosphere by international agreement for the ability to contribute to destruction of ozone layer. So yeah, that's they, a lot. Yeah. And they're just from us. We're the only ones making that. If I'm, understanding, right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think,
1: yep. That's correct. And so they're also fine. greenhouse gases. Go
0: so to give you an idea of
1: like what this looks like practically to see somewhere that doesn't have enough greenhouse effect like greenhouses is is inherently not a bad thing just too much of it is the planet Mars has a super thin atmosphere and it's nearly all carbon dioxide but because of the low atmospheric pressure and it has like has little to no methane or water vapor to reinforce the greenhouse effect it has a frozen surface that has no evidence for life because there's no natural warming process
0: yeah but on the flip side of that too much greenhouse effect the atmosphere of Venus like Mars is nearly all carbon dioxide but Venus has about 154,000 times as much carbon dioxide in its atmosphere as Earth and about 19,000 times more, as much as Mars does. But Pro-
1: remember, Mars, even though that's more than Earth, Mars just has no atmosphere. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, this produces a run- runaway greenhouse effect and a surface temperature hot enough to melt lead. Crazy. I think it was, what, 800 and something? It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Um, so, on Earth, human activities are changing the nat- natural greenhouse. Over the last century of burning fossil fuels like coal and oil this has increased the concentration of atmospheric carbon dioxide this happens because the coal or oil burning process combines carbon with oxygen in the air to make co2 and to a lesser extent the clearing of land for agriculture industry and other human activities has increased concentration as well so we, we are we're not the original cause but we're the reason why it's it's escalating, escalating at, at the rate, at, it, at the is. rate it is yep. yeah
0: um yeah so the the role of uh of us of our human activity in this whole um, process in, in its fifth assessment report the intergovernmental panel on climate change a group of 1300 independent scientific experts from countries all over the world under the auspices of the United Nations concluded that there's more than a 95% probability that human activities over the past 50 years have warmed our planet
1: yeah so the in- industrial activities that our modern civilization depends upon have raised atmospheric carbon dioxide levels from 280 parts per million to 412 parts per million which doesn't sound like a lot but it's having a huge effect Um, and that's just in the last 150 years the panel also concluded that there's better than 95 percent probability that human produced greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide methane and nitrous oxide have caused much of the observed increase in earth's temperatures over the past years so if, if you're interested in seeing the entire summary for policymakers is what it's called that panel's full report. I've linked to it in the show notes, which you can. Um, but that's the first example we see of a society or rather a committee that is intergovernmental, which means it's international, that is saying that climate change is real. Uh, later, we're going to get into all the different sources and, and um, agencies and things that, that also have evidence for and against this. Cool. So the yeah. next thing that I want to kind of touch on is this thing called solar irritants. Now this isn't something that's initially kind of relevant to people, but it's something I think it, it really outlines the cause of human effect quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So this graph that we're looking at now, which I'll, I'll put on the screen for, for YouTube and then I'll, I'll try and link to in the show notes if I can, it basically shows that, um, it basically shows the energy output, like the heat that we get from the sun in comparison to the amount of carbon or in comparison to the temperature on earth and the, the amount of carbon in our atmosphere. And there's no correlation. Um, of course, the, the sun has these like 11 or 22 year cycles, depending on how you look at it. And that's pretty consistent. It's up and down. It's, it goes pretty much on a flat line. But Then if you look at the global surface temperature changes, it's going way, way up. So that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking when I was saying that Venus, it, it wasn't really the distance from the sun that, that made a huge difference because we change in orbit, we um, get closer and further from the sun and we our tilt changes. It doesn't really have an effect on the warming that we're experiencing. So these 11 year averages that it's showing in the graph are used to reduce the year to year natural noise in the data and it makes these underlying trends more obvious. So. Basically, what it says is the amount of solar energy that the Earth received has followed the sun's natural 11-year cycle of small ups and downs with no net increase since the 1950s. So we've received the same amount of solar energy every single year for the last 70 years. But over that same period, global temperature has risen at a rate it's never risen uh, in years prior to that. So it's pretty unlikely that the sun has caused the observed global temperature and that that's i think the, the main problem with climate change today is that people aren't like similar to when we we talked about flat earth which what a joke um <laughs> similar to when we talked about that people are saying that you know photos aren't real and nasa is making up all these different stories and and things like that. they don't trust the opinions and the research but when it comes to climate change, there is a truth that many, many scientific agencies are coming out and saying. And like I said, I have the list for you later in the episode. That the Earth's climate is rising, the yeah. surface temperature is rising, and it's not the sun that's doing it. Yeah. So what has changed over the last fifty years, or rather the last hundred fifty years? So that is one thing that you you cannot deny. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. So. I think it's reasonable to assume other than that, that the changes in the sun's energy output would cause the climate to change since it's like the fundamental source of energy that drives our climate. But, and, and also solar variability, the changes has played a role in past climate changes. Like for instance, a decrease in solar activity coupled with an increase of volcanic activity um, is thought to help trigger like a little ice age between 1650 and 1850 with Greenland cooled from, you know, 1400s to 1700s, and so we have seen that happen in the past, but several lines of evidence, like we said, do show that current global warming can't be explained from the sun. That was just like a perfect storm that they witnessed a long time ago.
0: Yes, in 1750, the average amount of energy coming from the sun either remained constant or increased slightly. If the warming were caused by a more active sun, then scientists would expect to see warmer temperatures in all layers of the atmosphere. Instead. They've observed a cooling in the upper atmosphere and a warming at the surface and the lower thirds of the atmosphere. That's because greenhouse gases are trapping the heat in the lower atmosphere. Climate models that include solar irradiance or irradiance, 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 irradiance sounds right, changes can't reproduce the observed temperature trend over the past century or more without including a rise in greenhouse gases.
1: Okay. So that was all kind of thick. Yeah. Um, We wanted to give you all that information because it really helped us grasp the fact that the climate is changing. But now we're going to give you kind of like the nine main explanations for why like modern science, scientific societies have come to this conclusion. So if you are gung ho, you have accepted the fact that climate is changing. Here are nine things you can point to for your friends that don't believe in it.
0: Or your debate. Or your debate.
1: If you're still not sure if this whole thing is real, here are things that multiple, and you know what, I, we can go, no, I'm not going to say them yet. Um, the it's source. right after this, I promise. The yeah. sources for all of this information. But here are, here are the nine things that, that we, these organizations have said have changed that point to climate changing. So the first, like we've said 10 times already on the show, is the global temperature rise. So the planet's average surface temperature has risen 1.62 degrees Fahrenheit or 0.9 degrees Celsius, since the late 19th century. And that's been driven largely because of increased carbon dioxide and other human-made emissions in the atmosphere. So most of that warming, though, it doesn't sound like a lot. 1.62 degrees does not sound like a lot. But as a global average, it's huge. And most of that warming occurred in the last 35 years, with 20 of the hottest years ever recorded being in the last 25 years.
0: Yeah, I feel like every year we're getting those, like... We're getting the new... The, yeah. the new hottest year. hmm yeah. Um, in addition to the global temperature rise, we have warming oceans. Um, the oceans have absorbed much of this increased heat, with the top seven hundred meters—that's about twenty-three hundred feet—of ocean showing warming of more than point four degrees Fahrenheit since nineteen sixty-nine.
1: And I, I do want to say, point four degrees Fahrenheit does not sound like a lot, but you have to think how much water yeah. is in uh, is on the Earth. How how much how much ocean we have? Yeah. yeah. degrees over the entire ocean is massive, especially 700 meters down. The next one, number three, is shrinking ice sheets. So The Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets have decreased in mass heavily. Data from NASA's Gravity Recovery and Climate Experiment show Greenland lost an average of 286 billion tons of ice per year. Per year, between 1993 and 2016, and Antarctica lost about 120 Seven billion tons of ice per year during that same period, and the the rate of Antarctica ice mass loss has tripled just in the last decade. That's tripled.
0: I want to see those numbers written out just to show like how big they are. Okay,
1: yeah, we can do that. That
0: would be be huge. All right, the next one is Glacial Retreat, kind of similar. Um, it's basically when you're in high school and your church takes you on a retreat to the glaciers, right? Right, 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 right,
1: right, right,
0: yeah, no making purple marinos. So No purple. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do that ear? your camp? Yeah, we yeah. did. <clears throat> <clears throat> Glaciers are retreating almost Maria, every... Purple? No. You know what that was? The guys are blue and girls are pink or red. And there's no making purple. There's purple. No purple. Yeah. Good church, times. church camp life. You can use your words. I just don't want to make any noise because
1: then I'm going to make one of you laugh and I'm afraid. I'm afraid <laughs> Laughter is good. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and I don't know how to laugh. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know how. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't hurt me. Glacial retreats. Glacial retreat.
0: <laughs> glaciers are retwe-
1: <laughs> Glaciers are retweeting every year
0: <laughs> at an alarming rate. <laughs> glaciers. Oh, glaciers are retreating almost everywhere around the world, including the Alps, Himalayas, Andes, Rockies, Alaska, and Africa.
1: Okay, number f- uh, five. believe decreased snow cover so satellite observations if you believe in satellites reveal that the amount of spring snow cover in the northern (laughs) hemisphere has decreased over the past five decades and that snow is melting earlier
0: hard to. that's a fun one yeah hard to deny that all right next is sea level rise this one is the one that i feel like us in california hear about a lot Uh, if you're in any coastal cities or coastal states you hear about this a lot is the rising uh, sea level global sea level rose about eight inches in the last century That's like, that's substantial. Eight inches is like there. Yeah. Yeah. It's about there. It's about there. I did it with my hands. Yeah, you did. So yeah, sorry for the video. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The rate in the last two decades, however, is nearly double that of the last century and is accelerating slightly every year. Well,
1: that's a fun math problem. Okay. So if the rate in the last two decades, so 20 years, Mm -hmm. is double that of the last century, okay, then... How many inches did it raise in the last century? In the eight first eighty years versus the last
0: twenty years? So it raised eight total. Yep. And it was double the rate. The rate for these past two. So eighty I see what you're saying. Okay. Oh shoot. Do you have pen and paper? No. You can do it.
1: I have a calculator on my watch. Do you can you do you know it already?
0: Mm, no, but we can figure it out. Okay, let's see. Um So what's 80%? Uh, Well, no, we want to be... We'll just cut this out if it sucks. Um, 60% of 80, or of 8, right?
1: No, because that's amount. So if you want to do rate, that means it has to raise by X amount, and then... Okay, so that was too hard. We just tried (laughs) to do it in our heads, and we forgot how to make physics equations. So next one, declining (laughs) Arctic sea ice. (laughs) Both the extent and thickness of the Arctic sea ice has declined rapidly over the last several decades, and if you need proof... Look up Arctic polar bear stranded on ice block in the okay. middle of water on Google, and you will cry. That's all I have to say. About I hate that. that. Yeah, I hate okay.
0: that. Okay. Next, extreme events. Um, if you look at it within the last twenty years, uh, the X Games came out, <laughs> <Shut> and <up>. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. Extreme events are still
1: happening in the yeah. X Games.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> extreme events. Uh, the number of recorded high temperature events in the United States has been increasing while the number of record low, temperatures events, low temperature events have been decreasing since 1950. Yeah, so some,
1: like hurricanes, tornadoes, all these different types of extreme things. Some happen more in, in the heat. Some yeah. happen more in the cold. Um, last one is ocean acidification. Since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, which is, for those of you who aren't putting that together, that's when we started pumping fossil fuels, um, the acidity of surface ocean waters has increased by about 30%. This increase is the result of humans emitting more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere and hence more being absorbed into the oceans. The amount of carbon dioxide absorbed by the upper layer of oceans is increasing by about 2 billion tons per year. That's insane. So to recap a little bit, you've got global temperature rise, warming oceans, shrinking ice sheets, glacial retreat, decreased snow cover, sea level rise, declining Arctic sea ice, extreme events, and ocean ocean acidification i don't know how much more you need that's a lot (laughs) um so thousands of land and ocean temperature measurements are recorded each day around the globe to get us all of this data this includes measurements from climate reference stations weather stations ships buoys autonomous gliders in the oceans Um, surface measurements are also supplemented with satellite measurements and these measurements are processed examined for random systematic errors and then finally combined to produce facts for us to base decisions on. So this doesn't just come from NASA. There are actually hundreds of agencies reporting this. For instance, All here are finally 18. probably what you've been waiting for. If I was listening to this podcast episode, this would be the part I'd be waiting for Yeah, because two guys who don't have scientific degrees can't out really trust physics us. Right? You shouldn't trust us. <laughs> but uh, 18 scientific associations, the most prominent in the world, collectively have released a statement that have said observations throughout the world make it clear that climate change it climate yeah. it's not just me messing up yeah observations throughout the world make it clear that climate change is occurring and rigorous scientific research demonstrates that the greenhouse gases emitted by human activities are the primary driver now if you don't care about this feel free to skip we're going to read to you like nine different agencies around the entire world and their stance on climate change so you can see that this is not a political um this is not a political stance this is not a um you know like a national stance this is all around the world
0: scientific agencies not like yeah all right we're just
1: gonna we're gonna start you just hang on tight okay so the american association for the advancement of science which is aaas which you've probably seen before says based on well-established evidence about 97 percent of climate scientists have concluded that human-caused climate change is happening.
0: Yep. Next, the American Chemical Society. They say that the Earth's climate is changing in response to increasing concentrations of greenhouse gases and particulate matter in the atmosphere, largely as a result of human activities.
1: American Geophysical Union says, based on extensive, based on extensive scientific evidence, it is extremely likely that human activities, especially emissions of greenhouse effect, that... Based on extensive scientific evidence, it is extremely likely that human activities, especially emissions of greenhouse gases, are the dominant cause of the observed warming since the mid-20th century. There is no alternative explanation supported by convincing evidence.
0: Yep. Next, the American Medical Association. RAMA supports the findings of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change's fourth assessment report and concurs with the scientific consensus that the Earth is undergoing adverse global climate change and the anthropogenic anthropogenic Genic? anthropogenic oh. contributions are significant. Do you want to do that one again?
1: Nope. Cool. American Meteorologists. American meteorologic Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. American Meteorological Society. Wow, yeah. people are gonna think we're so dumb. Oh, the AMS, dude. AMS. <laughs> research has they say that research has found a human influence on the climate of the past several decades. The IPCC, USGCRP, and the USGCRP in 2018 indicate that it is extremely likely that human influence has been the dominant cause of the observed warming since the mid-20th century.
0: All right, the American Physical Society, they say that Earth's changing climate is a critical issue and poses the risk of significant environmental, social, and economic disruptions around the globe. While natural sources of climate variability are significant, multiple lines of evidence indicate that human influence have had an increasingly dominant effect on global change warming. Climate warming, sorry, observed since the mid twentieth century.
1: Okay, um, and I'm just realizing now that I'm reading the title of this last one. These have all been American societies. I was say that, <laughs> but we're going to get into the other ones after this. Yeah. I promise, there's not much more. <laughs> but the Geological Society for America says that the Geological Society, <laughs> <laughs> the Geological Society of America (GSA) concurs with assessments by the National Academ. Oh my gosh, dude. I need lunch. Academy. (laughs) GSA concurs with the assessments by the National Academies of Science, the National Research Council, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, and the U.S. Global Change Research Program that global climate has warmed in response to increasing concentrations of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases. Human activities, mainly greenhouse gas emissions, are the dominant cause of the rapid warming since the mid-1900s. So those were the American Societies. Next The scientific academies uh, which is basically just two yeah
0: the joint statement for all international academies well i don't want to say all but the the
1: international academies have come together and created yes they published a joint statement and this is that
0: um climate change is real there will always be uncertainty in understanding the system as complex as the world's climate however there is now strong evidence that significant global warming is occurring the evidence comes from direct measurements of rising surface air temperatures and subsurface subsurface ocean temperatures and from phenomena such as increases in average global sea levels, retreating glaciers, and changes to many physical and biological systems. It is likely that most of the warming in recent decades can be attributed to human activities.
1: The U.S. National Academy of Sciences says that scientists have known for some time, from multiple lines of evidence, that humans are changing Earth's climate, primarily through greenhouse gas emissions. All right, we only have a couple more, I promise. I know I said that a couple more ago. All
0: right, this is U.S. government agencies. The U.S. Global Change Research Program says this, Earth's climate is now changing faster than at any point in the history of modern civilization, primarily as a result of human activities.
1: And then lastly, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change says, Warming of the climate system is unequivocal. And since the 1950s, many of the observed changes are unprecedented over decades to millennia. The atmosphere and oceans have warmed. The amount of snow and ice have diminished and the sea level has risen. Human influence on the climate is clear and recent anthropogenic emissions of greenhouse gases are the highest in history. Recent climate changes have had widespread impacts on human and natural systems. So there you can kind of see a kind of a, a theme here. Every single one of these United States agencies and international has said that temperature is rising. It's because of humans. Yet, the President of the United States has pulled the United States out of what we call the Paris Agreement. Yeah. So the Paris Agreement is this agreement that kind of lives in the United Nations that, as of 2015, had 195 countries sign. And it's basically saying that everyone's going to kind of give resources to this, this kind of global initiative. And we're going to bring all of the countries who don't have the means to raise their... Uh, like standards, their energy standards, they don't have the financial means to do so or the infrastructure, then these countries who are able to will help them get to that point, and Earth as a whole will be working towards lower emissions. But the United States government has dropped out of that Paris agreement as if they're insinuating that they're denying that climate change is real. However, not to defend the U.S. government directly, but because i don't agree with them pulling out of the paris agreement it's had an interesting effect because since donald trump has pulled out of the paris agreement which to let you guys know because he pulled out we are stuck out of it until november of 2020 and once november comes we will have a new president um, or we won't once november comes we actually can rejoin the paris agreement and and that's an option if we get uh, a democrat in the white house but since he pulled out of the Paris Agreement individual corporations have fought even harder to make themselves more clean in terms of energy yeah and so it's interesting to see the adverse effect that he had because if he didn't make such a public statement about it i wonder if people would be fighting so hard in the opposite direction yeah. which is a good thing yeah. now, i still don't That's agree good. with that decision but definitely it, wasn't it planned is a good thing. I mean, um I, I have linked in the show notes a list of hundreds of worldwide scientific organizations that have also come to these conclusions so if you want to see those Guys, they're, they're, there's so many of them. It's insane. Yeah. So that was thick. I'm that kind of sorry thick. about that. <laughs> My brain. Is I'm a not little... sorry, but I, that was, I'm sorry if that felt a little unorganized or just kind of brain blasting at yeah. you there, but it's a lot of important info. So yeah. I think that from this, we have determined, in our own opinion, based on these facts, that climate change is not a political issue, but it is a scientific one. And while most of the political issues have relative truths based on Where you live, your religion, your job, scientific issues are either true or false, like globe and flat Earth uh, for everyone. I think that, you know, portions of the society are becoming a little too obsessed with relative truths. And I think that this is one that should not be taken in that direction. Just a just a opinion. I agree. In the next episode on climate change, we're going to talk about what we can be doing, what Earth will do. A little more on the Paris Agreement and a little more in depth on Really what it would take to turn things around for Earth so we don't become more like Venus.
0: Yeah, very cool. Joe,
1: Maria, thanks for joining me. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Maria. Um, If you guys want to support our podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. And if you'd like to support us and have a little blurb in the middle of the show, then support us on Patreon as well for as little as a dollar a month. And we have new swag coming. We're so so excited. So cool. So cool. All of us are stoked here. Cool. Well, if you have friends that are not on board i was almost super offensive share this episode with them <laughs> uh, we really encourage that you share this if you know if you don't have the words or the time to do it yourself yeah. and we'll keep making episodes on this kind of stuff yeah cool thanks guys we'll see you next week see ya tranquility base
0: here the eagle has landed point quality. we copy you
1: on the ground you got a bunch of guys about to turn blue we're
0: breathing again thanks a lot That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That was definitely an E-ticket.